I have to say, they had me at that chess dungeon. And I was like, really, oh, this is so brutal. <laughs> this yep. is so brutal. <laughs> it's absurd. It knows it's absurd. And it thrives on the fact that it's absurd. <laughs> and that's why people enjoy it. I felt like there was no proper character development. There were some cute, slightly cute scenes over there. I think it just became a little bit weird-ish. Maybe I'm too old for it. Hello there, you're tuning in to the Nerdy Fans Podcast, the place for binge watchers and anime nerds that are young at heart. I'm Glee. And I'm Ray, and once again, welcome to the Nerdy Fans Podcast. Good day, Glee. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good as well, and it's going to be a good episode. We've we've managed to watch quite a few anime this year, and yeah, I really f- look forward to reviewing a few of them. Could you tell our nerdy fans out there what these anime are? Yes, Ray. So because the year started with a bang, we have loads of anime to talk about, but there are some special anime that we really paid attention to, and that is the Apothecary Diaries. And yep. we're going to talk about today, fellow nerdy fans, the latest episode, our reaction on the latest episode of the Apothecary Diaries, and my reaction on solo leveling and 100 girlfriends that I really, really, <laughs> really, really like. <laughs> of course, and Ray's reaction of my suggested anime last yep episode which is a sign of affection and of course are the latest buzz on what we are up to these days yep absolutely and once again you know what i i I am excited to discuss that especially for those first two things so apothecary diary so my fellow nerdy fans for the past few months you've heard glee and i talk about this really beautiful anime really wonderfully fleshed out characters and do remember when i say fleshed out characters because i'm gonna get back to that with a sign of affection not in a good way but again We'll note that. And of course, solo leveling, which again, surprise, surprise. Well, not so much of a surprise if you know me. I really do I really do like that that anime. So first off, Glee, let's talk about Apothecary Diaries. Now, without spoiling way too much for our for our nerdy fans, in many ways the reveal of the last two episodes for Apothecary Diaries was something that we pretty much expected. In many ways as well, even if you knew that even if you knew that, it still comes out as something like you want to know more, right? So just a little bit of a background here. Something about Mau Mau's uh, past is revealed. One of the characters is shown to actually be Mau Mau's real parent. So when you when you saw that glee, what was your reaction to that? And especially in consideration of another big reveal that we kind of suspected before, but proven in this episode. Well, uh, the funny thing is, because I read a lot of comments on like <laughs> the episode, a part of me is not overly surprised about mm. the reveal, right? And I am, of course, I know you read you read the wiki, <laughs> wiki fandom and such, so yep. it's not a, a big surprised was but what i really love on how the author or perhaps the animators as well has done on the anime version is that they the way they unfolded the story yep. the storyline and 
And it's not also, let's say they re- it, it the way they reveal the characters is not it's quite subtle, but yep. it's like it's subtle and the viewers know like ah yes that what that what was meant, you know. So I really loved it. Yep. Personally, I loved it too because my fellow nerdy fans, as Glee mentioned, I read the wiki. She reads the 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 manga or the light novel as, as well. In fact, so inspired by it, she actually bought the light novel, if if I'm not mistaken. Yes, because right. after today's episode, so as of rec- this recording, fellow nerdy mm. fans, I think the latest episode was some... It's called Something Chance or Not. I forgot exactly yep. the, the name of yep. the episode title, but it's where there was a ceremony. Yep. And I... I've, I was contemplating ever since last the, the prior week's episode that, oh, I really wanted to know more. And, you know, everyone, I'm, of course, Ray, I know that you have the same feeling where you watch the episode and it's like, oh, it's done. Like, yep. you know, like you want more and more yep. of it. And l- last week I was contemplating about it, like buying the light novel. And I was still dipping my toes, looking at the prices and mm. the price is for the paperback is $22 AUD oh, Australian okay. dollars. And that's just one chap one I said I say maybe volume, one oh, volume. Okay, okay. $22 and that's maybe just 100 pages. And so the, it's still a little bit pricey in a sense for mm. me. And in the end and after today's episode I was like really I want to know more because the season is almost ending. Yep. And I was like, no, I really need to know more about it. So this morning, I I bought the light novel, the Kindle version, because it's half the like it's half the price of the paperback. Ooh, although, okay. although I preferred really the paper version, I'm not, I'm sure I'm maybe I'm just you know old school. Though I have a Kindle, but I realized that I really like the paper. You know, like something tactile yep. that you yep. you read. Yep. And a good thing that because last week I didn't know which volume of the light novel it is actually like should i buy the first volume or maybe the third volume i i don't know but good thing that after reading again the comments this this episode someone in the comments said that it's halfway of the volume two Um, and there are so far there are 10 volumes released the english version but the japanese version in japan I think 14 is now released. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you consider the halfway of the volume two and there are 10 English translations, it's still a long way to go. It is still a very long way to go. And in many ways, it's good news for us because that means more Mao Mao and Jinshi. And yeah, look, even if fellow nerdy fans and even you would agree, right? Even if you do know how this story is is going to happen. You have a inkling of what it might be. Because of how good these stories are, stories like Apothecary Diaries, you want to know. You want to not just watch, you want to read if you could, which is why my co-host Glee bought the light novel, which is why I still would like to to watch the anime, even though if Wiki has given me the answers to many of my questions, because you want to experience that story. Take, for example, if we're going to go back a little bit, I'm sure a lot of you nerdy fans have recalled that we are Harry Potter fans, Glee and I. And even if we know 
back then that eventually Harry Potter is going to win against Lord Voldemort, we still wanted to know the story. We still wanted to know what happened. Even if we already know how it happened, we want to know more about the wizarding world, right? This is the case for the anime that we that you and I do love, like Apothecary Diary and Solo Leveling. And just to veer a little bit forward a bit with Solo Leveling, even though I anticipate episode per episode of what's going to happen with that anime, I actually read the manhwa, and I'm already in chapter 100-something. So... Wow, yeah. wow. That's how fast you binge read it. Exactly. And you know what? I want to see those animated. I want to experience that story. So it's these kinds of experiences. We want to see it happen in as much media, I would suppose, as as possible. So it's it's something that I look forward to. I want to know more about how Jinshi would approach this. I'm curious how Mao Mao's father will re or what he will really do when we, of course, know how much Lord Jinshi loves loves Mao Mao, right? And if we're gonna read the wiki and not to spoil too much with my dear co-host, we know Mao Mao's father has some thoughts about about she going for for Mao Mao, right? What do you mm. what do you think about that, Lee? Actually, Ray, I want to talk a little bit about the latest episode and mm. maybe perhaps we can just cut it where there is a spoiler version of the episode oh, and then okay. there is like and then there's some of the episodes that are spoiler free. So fellow nerdy fans, if, if you're listening to the full version, we will be cutting it and I'll put in a bonus section on the podcast where there is the spoiler reaction on our, the latest episode as of this Sunday, 18th of Feb. But again, with all this knowledge, with all despite all this knowledge rather, and despite us knowing, reading the comments or or reading the light novel, it doesn't change the fact the fact that it's such a good story that we still want to go through it, that we still want to watch or want to read. And look, ladies and gentlemen, as a as a gamer myself, right? If I play my games, a lot of times I would know. I, I use a strategy guide. I want to make sure I maximize everything. That means I would usually end up knowing the story, but I still play it. Just a bit of an example, Final Fantasy VII Remake came. I got that game probably two years after the game came out. I knew what was going to happen. I knew the changes they were making. I still play the game and I still enjoyed it. And I still had those tidbits of surprises. Some things that I didn't pick up on the spoilers and even those that I did. And that's the same thing with anime like Apothecary Diaries or even solo leveling. It's so beautiful for me, and that's why we're so willing to go through it. Right, Lee? Yep, definitely. So, yes, Ray, let's move on to solo leveling. So, mm -hmm. okay. So, when we spoke about it last month in the last episode, I didn't really watch it right away. And in mm. fact, I only watched it yesterday. Oh. <laughs> and you saw my chat yeah. that I already finished it. Yeah. I mean, See? like, I'm already caught up. I think the only one missing is today's episode. Is there a new newer episode? There is a today? yep. There is a new episode today, and I'll be honest, my fellow nerdy fans, I'm actually surprised. Glee watched <laughs> watch all of solo leveling. I thought that she'd go through the two episode two one or even just two episodes, and then that's it. To be honest, kind of like the next anime that we'll discuss later on. But before that, 
Yeah. So what are your, I'm really curious because you said that you finished through it. What are your thoughts about solo leveling? I was even surprised like, oh, I'm already caught up. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) like when I checked, okay, 11th of Feb was the latest episode last night. So, okay, I'm thinking that there should be another episode today. But I was like, oh, I've already caught up. I didn't really expect that I would have caught up this quick because I was just watching it like, okay, watch. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have to say, they had me at that chess dungeon, that sort mm. of chess dungeon, actually. They had me okay. at there. Because at first, it would, you know, when they introduced the characters, they introduced the world, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, okay, it's like this. And, you know, mm. wasn't really, you know, nothing, nothing that would really draw me into it. Maybe yep. like, okay, it's interesting, but not really something that I would be very drawn into. But then when that, dungeon the i think that was second episode and it's good that they put it on second episode ray because if they wouldn't have put it on second episode i would it would meant pass my second episode test (laughs) as well okay so or maybe it's it not really not pass the second episode but i wouldn't binge watch it as much as i would have done because oh, okay. of like, because I really like, oh, it was, oh, this is quite interesting and stuff. And then, yeah, and I was like, really, oh, this is so brutal. <laughs> this yep. is so brutal. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is pretty brutal in, in many ways. But what I can tell you about, without going too much on spoilers, as the main character, Jin Woo, actually progresses in his solo leveling, hint, hint. His personality, not just his physical self, but his personality actually changes. And yeah. if you read the man, yep, exactly. And it's in the beginning, it felt kind of strange. But then as you read the manhua, you kind of get this feeling sometimes that as the more he becomes, the, the stronger he becomes, the less human he may seem, right? He does retain some humanity. He's still a, he's still a devoted brother. He's still a, a devoted son. But it's kind of like, Hercules realizing that he's half god. And you kind of get that feeling with Jinwoo, especially when when they discuss of when they try to compare his power with with the known strongest people or the class S hunters in his world. When you reach that point that that you realize that this guy could potentially be the strongest in Korea and he's not entirely too sure about it first, but eventually he comes to that kind of realization. But what I also like to discuss with my fellow nerdy fans, because I'm sure some of you might be thinking like, oh, it's just another anime where you have an overpowered main character. And I'll admit in many ways, obviously I just mentioned he could be the most powerful in Korea. So he is overpowered. But what this does differently from a lot of anime, especially Isekai Anime Glee, is that this main character actually works for his power. You can actually see him struggling to get stronger, almost dying to get stronger. It's not like he's being dumped with stats that make him into a god. He has to earn each and every one of those stats. And I think that's why I got invested in it. Because when I play my video games, I don't want to just inherit a god-tier character. I want to make my god-tier character. So that's, that's my thought on solo leveling and why I love it so much that I read the manhwa. What about you, Glee? 
And it's a good point that you've made, Ray, that about the character working his ass off for, mm. you know, getting that strength and his abilities. Because if you remember, I kind of, I, I don't know, was I, I, I forgot, I don't know what the term was, but there was an episode I made in the previous episode, previous episodes of the mm. podcast, the Isekai anime. Forgot, I, I even forgot that, that, that is isekai anime i was it was a solo episode that i did and it was I, I'll, I'll search it up and maybe i'll flash it on the screen later on okay. and what happened in that isekai is that he was beaten to death and then he woke up like you know already got here oh. so that's what i didn't like about that too but this one yeah that's why it also made me kind of like invest on it and then got invested on it and then aside from his you know adventures or trying to become a better hunter i was kind of intrigued about his solo leveling journey yep. because it's very different from others so do you think that he had that solo leveling because he was praying to that god was uh, it or that's the thing i'm i don't know the spoilers to that Maybe it was just that he was at the wrong place at the right time that he was able to inherit his powers, right? Everybody else left that altar. He was the only one left to actually achieve the requirements of that quest. That being said, who knows? He might have already been singled out to inherit that player status. So ladies and gentlemen, just to give a little bit of backgrounder again, the main character is supposed to be the weakest hunter in the world. Whether that actually plays a decision-making onto why he's so overpowered now, I'm not sure. I'm still reading the manhwa. But what happened was he inherited a status based on that hidden quest that he, did, that he accidentally did that makes him into somebody who could level in a world where your abilities are supposed to be stagnant. He's the only guy who could improve himself. And I'm not sure if it was because he was singled out by that god or by the system, as, they, as he calls it, or it was just pure, pure luck, being in the wrong place at the right time. I mean, of course, it's the wrong place. He lost his limbs <laughs> to, to get that, but then some regenerated by who he was, right? So that's just, that's just my thoughts. I want to know more. And... Somehow I feel, even if he was at the wrong place at the right time, it's not so. I don't think it's as random as I as we think it is. What do you oh, think, Lee? Okay, I wouldn't. I would have preferred that it was a random thing. I don't like it when it's like kind of like a chosen one kind mm. of story. <laughs> but we'll we'll see. In many ways, my fellow nerdy fans, I think I understand wh why Glee thinks that way. Because if you think about a lot of isekai anime, it's always, or 99% of the time, it's you're the chosen one, come save our world kind of thing. And Glee has expressed that he, she's got a little bit tired of isekai. And let's be frank here, my fellow nerdy fans, you don't need to tell your friends, your other nerdy friends about it. But we've been tired about a lot of isekai, haven't we? <laughs> With a lot of things that are going. Well, we have our favorites, like Eminence and Shadow, but... We're kind of looking for something different every now and then, which is probably why Apothecary Diaries and Dangerous in My Heart to sing sweetly to us because it offers a break from the things that we're used to, right? So again, I could be wrong. It might be just a random thing that he became a pl the player, but until until we know more, 
that's it's gonna be speculation at this point. But despite that, how the story is being told, Glee, I really, I really love it. Again, so much so that I'm actually reading the manhwa and already past chapter 100. Yes, right? yes, definitely. It's it's something. It's one of the good animes that started the year, definitely. Yep, absolutely. And speaking of anime that you know, old and new that Glee and I have our separate thoughts about, and her keeping and part of her keeping her promise, Glee has finally given hundred girlfriends who really, 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 really like me a chance, and she. She informed me she watched it with her husband, and it shocked even her husband. So, uh, Lee, I am so curious what your thoughts are about the anime. So, funny thing is that I usually watch my anime in our big TV on in the living room. Yep, yep. Just because I... I want a bigger screen, basically. Yep. I have my own home office, but I, I you know, I just spawn everywhere in, in the house, right? So yep. so I was watching it and my because normally my husband plays on the TV as well. So he's still he's now on the third game of Baldur's Gate. <laughs> There's a, he finished the second one again, another one. He wants another character so that he mm. can explore other worlds. And then it was my turn on the TV, and then I watched The 100 Girlfriends. Actually, at first, Ray, it was kind of fun. Mm. It was like, oh, this is really? this gave me like kind of the Oran High School host club vibe at first. Okay. Because it was like school and then kind of mm. like a little bit of fun, and the characters were bright and kind of like bubbly, like, yep. the, you know, the friend of the guy. Yep, and, yep. And then... And the funny part was also like he went to the temple. That was funny yes. to me. Yep. So, you know, it started well. So that's why I finished first episode. And then second episode, I, I was still watching it. And then I think that was the time that the two girls appeared. And then, <laughs> so it was still fi- fine, like with the two girls. And then there was a point where now, like, I think they had to kiss or something. <laughs> and they have to to do that like oh i need to be the f- the one who you had your first kiss and stuff so yep. okay and then and then i was watching it and lena my husband just stumbled upon it because he was also <laughs> in the living room and he was saying what is this pervy anime <laughs> like what the hell is this pervy anime I was like yeah it's my co-host doing <laughs> and then so yeah, it was that that part became like it, it was still fine. I mean, I could say that it's kind of like really etchy and I'm not the type of person that who doesn't watch an anime just because it's etchy. I had loved etchy anime, especially when I was hmm. younger. I really loved Love Hina. I don't know if you remember that anime. No, I've heard about it. I've seen some of it, but then somehow it didn't jive with me. There were other etchy etchy ish anime that I, I preferred. So, Which ones? Uh, um, the, so, the, uh, the older ones. Yeah, so if I'm going to veer a little bit away, you might not think it, but if you recall, Fushigi Yugi had a bit of etchy in it, in fact. Uh, a lot of guys really like Miyaka or Yui or fighting over the two, the two women. There were scenes in there that were, that were slightly etchy, of course. So that's just uh, one of the examples. I'm sure there were pretty much more, and... Let's face it, back when we were watching Ruruni Kenshin, a lot of guys were picking between Koro, or rather ignoring Koro, and choosing either Megumi or what was her name, the ninja girl. That's uh, the Mi, Mi, 
misaka or something yep. um yep yep all right so i get what you mean but the love hina is actually the genre was really like actually yep, etchy, unlike that. you know yep. Yugi and maybe maybe more on romance but yeah so i wasn't the one who veer away from etchy but i guess this one if if it will arrive to the hundredth girlfriend i don't know like i don't know if i can take it that's that's just my I don't know how to take it, you know, because yep. these are now like just two girls and I'm already like, okay, <laughs> because, you know, Love Hina, also there was one guy and he was the only guy in the house mm. and there were several girls. So it was fine. But this one, I think it just became a little bit weird-ish. Maybe I'm too old for it. I <laughs> That's my, that, that's the only conclusion I could say. Maybe yeah. I could have stomach it when i was younger like oh this is funny blah blah but yeah. yeah so ladies and gentlemen if if i'm gonna interject slightly about that it's because 100 girlfriends is the kind of anime that it is it's absurd it knows it's absurd and it thrives on the fact that it's absurd <laughs> and that's why people enjoy it and another fact which i'm sure all of you nerdy fans already know as as Leah said, she's become older, right? She's that's why she probably won't appreciate it as much. And we know the fact that men mature significantly later. So why will I not admit that? So of course there are some things that I would no longer do or cringe at my younger self for. Liking hundred girlfriends is not one of them, right? I I do like it. I like it for its absurdity. I like it for the fact that I can laugh after spending the day making tough decisions at work or even with life in general. And that's probably why I I love this anime. I love my video games. It allows me that funny escape from reality. And just a, just a disclaimer to make sure you don't flag our, our podcast here, fellow nerdy fans. I have zero plans of having 100 girlfriends, okay? That's very expensive, all right? <laughs> yes, so I just want to make that very clear. And that's why this anime is also ex- absurd because... If he's going to really end up with 100 girlfriends, as the god said that he has to, otherwise his 100 girls will die, apparently, then he has to be very, very rich in the future. (laughs) The vice principal? (laughs) See? So, again, mature, noble women like like my co-hosts, my fellow nerdy fans, would, of course, already go like you on that one. While guys, gamer guys like me who have to make a hundred decisions a day at work to get the ball rolling with our tender opportunities will be bawling over in laughter at a clearly malformed vice principal wanting to French kiss students. So (laughs) it's actually it's insanity period <laughs> i don't know why that yeah i don't know why that principal has not been imprisoned yet or sent to a to a facility because there is something clearly wrong about that teacher that would be harassment if the, again this is why it's anime this is why it's fiction this is why it's absurd because in reality and in fact probably in any other anime that teacher would would already be in jail <laughs> right that's just a true that's just really the truth of it but again the premise of this anime is absurdity and that's probably just why i love it <laughs> so another confession for me is that i just watched the first episode today and i stopped <laughs> so look ladies and gentlemen i'm sure 
each of you will have your thoughts, right? In general, you know me. I don't really go for the romance anime unless it's really good, like, you know, Dangers in My Heart or Apothecary Diary, right? No matter what you say, Apothecary Diary is still partially a romance anime. Thing with this one is a sign of affection. I don't know if it was just trying to be a silent voice light version, but I felt like there was no proper character development. There were some cute, slightly cute scenes over there, but I think the development was just not there. It just moved too fast. Like, oh, I met this guy for the first time. Oh, I have a crush on him. Oh, let's go try to meet him. And all happening in one episode, by the way. Oh, let me get his number. Oh, he'll also, he just suddenly revealed he likes me. No proper interaction, no proper growth with each other to really show that they that they do like each other. I mean, I'm not asking for dense main character levels of 40 episodes before I tell the girl I love her kind of thing. But this one just felt unnaturally fast. That's just my thought of it. It's it doesn't take it it doesn't feel romantic i would say it doesn't feel too artistic in my in my view of storytelling it kind of feels like it kind of feels like teleseria levels of trying to be to use the filipino term kilig like trying to build that butterflies in your stomach just for the sake of it so that's why i was like there are better anime than this right so glee sorry to say that but what are your thoughts <laughs> So I agree with you. And even it was shown in the first episode of he doesn't seem to respect personal space, right? Yep. And look, my fellow nerdy fans, I know there are various degrees to romance and how you probably, my fellow nerdy fans, met your significant others. But if you recall, there's a bit of development there. Now, honestly, for me, the if I'm going to go back way, way back in college, the craziest thing that I've heard and witnessed was a friend getting getting on with with a guy after knowing him for just a day and then getting to know him slightly even more for over the weekend or not meeting him over the weekend and then and then being together on Monday and then it was pretty fast but then there was that I would say there was that character development between the two of learning each other to the point that they're actually happily married now with two kids I don't feel that vibe in in a sign of affection I feel like it's a partially it's forced and I might just I don't know if I'm just griping but the way I view the main the main guy it's as if he seems like a playboy who knows to who knows what to say to take advantage of the main character who is deaf and then just play like it feels like she he could play around with her if he wanted to I just feel that way and then the girl being I don't know um she doesn't she feels naive. I would say feel because that's the vibe I'm getting. She's somebody that seems could be fooled with a smile. And that's what I'm looking at. And it's like with the anime that I've been watching, this is, I find I find the premise quite weak, to be honest. There's more fun with me with 100 Girlfriends, wink, wink. But this one right here, it's like, this is even more absurd <laughs> in many ways. Honestly. Yes, I, I agree with you, Ray, that uh, the guy seems... And I, I guess I also mentioned in a previous episode as well that I don't think that this relationship will work in real life. Because, <laughs> no, and because yeah, like with the guy, he's very outgoing, travels a lot. 
right? And then yep. has a lot of friends. And and of course, when when you see the third episode, there is also like a girl who likes him and such. But he's mm. quite gracious in a way. Well, I got to give I got to give it to him. He's quite gracious in a way because there is an episode. It's the third. Well, the third episode. It's not going to be a spoiler alert because there has been a lot of episodes that came out already. But the third mm. episode was there. There was a lady, his friend, who went to his apartment and wants to sleep in his apartment. Mm, Just okay. really offering herself, right? But then he... So he let her stay in his apartment, but he left the apartment. So And then he okay. didn't want to stay there because the girl is there. So in a sense, kind of like, okay. But if we talk about the touchy vibes and stuff, I think they're trying to portray the guy as someone who is like very westernized, which maybe mm. they think that all Western people like to touch, you, you know, just touch, touchy touch, which is actually the opposite in a sense, right? Because Western yeah. culture is into personal spaces. Oh, they love their personal space, which is why I think you and I, Glee, are thriving here because as introverts, we love our personal spaces, Yeah. right? And we understand its value. We understand the value of privacy and keeping to ourselves. And if that's how they're trying to portray the guy, it, it doesn't add up, really. And honestly, it just feels for a slice of life. And you made a good point. You know, that you'd expect something slightly better than this. This just feels unnatural for me. And again, I enjoy 100 Girlfriends more. And I feel that's even more, that feels even more natural, honestly. Because even though if the main character was forced to date these 100 girls eventually, he makes it clear that he's doing his best for them. Like he's, he's, it is, it has have some etchy in it. But he goes out of his way. And if you watch more episodes on that, you'll realize he goes out of his way to avoid situations wherein his clearly horny girlfriends try to get more out of him. <laughs> so with this anime, a sign of affection, I'm, I'm sorry, but it's really just, it's not a silent voice. A silent voice felt better. Mm. I watched it and that was good. This one, not so much. You know, and but I've I've seen a lot of like anime reviewers who kind of like like this anime, like you know, because mm. of the romance and it's a very have that butterflies in the stomach or click. But I, I guess you and I have quite a different opinion about this. Yeah, whether it's because of our age, I don't know. <laughs> well. If you think about it, if this is what the younger generation is, and I'm sorry, my fellow nerdy fans, maybe it's just us being old saying this, but if this is how the new the new world does it, I pretty much do not do not hold out too much hope, I suppose. Maybe I'm cruel for saying that, or I'm just old school, but that's really how it is. And I just look at it and say, there's no development. And if this is the reflection of the new world, then... I pretty have my thoughts on where this is going then, mm. right? So that's just it, really. I'm not saying you don't watch it. You want to give it a shot, ladies and gentlemen, fellow nerdy fans? Go ahead. The art style, as you mentioned, Glee, it's really good. It is pretty good, you know? It's just that it's just not for, not for me. And the way I see it, not for my co-host as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's not something that I would, you know, really want to watch every week or something. Maybe something to just pass the time by. 
yep. but not something that I don't even think I can finish it, but we will see. Put it this way, my fellow nerdy fans as well. If I was if I needed to pick something that I an anime that I would try to go go forward with, that's slice of life, I would rather watch Agretsuko and Skip and Loafer. And both of you and all of you, fellow nerdy fans, know I've expressed not wanting to move forward with those anime. That's that's just how I I feel about this, right? Speaking of anime and how we feel about them, I know you mentioned Glee that you were you had other anime that you were that you were looking at. What can you say? You told me this. What can you say about Mr. Villain's Day Off? Well, I only stumbled upon this one yesterday morning. And mm. it just got me intrigued as to like what the premise of the story was. So the story is that so this guy is like from a different world, not on not on, from Earth, and then he is part of this evil league. It's like Ivy Ivy League, but evil league, and then okay. who is trying to eradicate humanity? So that is an organization like set up on earth but by with these aliens that you know they wanted to eradicate humanity but then funny because most of the episodes are actually like when he is on a day off some some of mm. the episodes are you know when he's working but and and this guy is like the general like one of the highest ranking officers of that evil league and when he when he is on his day off he doesn't want to be bothered with work he wants to go to the zoo and his favorite creature is the panda okay and then like it's just funny how like it's kind of like it's like a guy tough on the outside and soft on the inside oh yeah okay. it's actually quite like funny and interesting and it's just very light it's a light anime so it's something that you, if you want to feel feel good on a weekend, you know, it's something that you might want to watch. So right. it's 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 actually fun, uh, interesting, light and funny because, let's say for example, so it was on his day off. He this is I think in the first episode, so not so much of a spoiler. So he went to the panda to the zoo, the panda, and he's like taking a lot of photos of the panda, and then his apartment also has like some panda posters on it so it's something like this type of guy and there is also like a power ranger or some rangers that is against the evil league so he stumbled upon the ranger on the same day that he was on his day off and he said like oh let's have a truce ranger because this is my day off something like that <laughs> so we can all learn from this guy to really yep. you know savor our day off basically oh, so Looks like somebody I can be friends with, to be honest. Now I'm curious about it. I think I'll give that a go. Yeah. Because, look, fellow nerdy fans, if if you're surprised why I would say I'm curious about it now, it's because, as you notice, Glee and I have worked in the corporate world for, for years now, probably over a decade, right? And, yeah, look, rest days or after work hours are pretty much sacred to us. I know there are some people who who tend to to be okay with being bothered with work stuff after, but that's not us. And when you've when you're working, when you're paying the bills, when you have to do chores on your own, these free time free times are sacred, right? No matter how who or what you've achieved in the world already. So I can relate to that, which is why I'm curious. So much so, in fact, if you think about it, Glee, this I suppose is 
to veer slightly into a serious topic on the importance of you know having a life after after working hours isn't it that the australian government just recently approved a law wherein you know it protects the after hours of of australian employees wherein you're not supposed to be contacted anymore right i read that in the news is that that's a recent news right that's a recent news yeah yeah, yeah i read that one yeah but even though with that, I don't know with other companies, but in my company, it's like, it just depends on you, right? Like there are people who work a lot in our company and that, that's why I want to learn from this Mr. Villain because sometimes like I think a lot about work, even though in my free time, which sometimes I can't turn off, but I, yeah. I really need to, you know, learn from Mr. Villain to take my day off seriously, right? It's it's a scarce, you know, resource. Yep. And look, ladies and gentlemen, nobody is saying that you don't think about work. It's more of you not being bothered by it. And I think that's what you're saying Mr. Villain is trying to portray here. And let's be honest here as well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my co-host Glee is in the finance or accounting profession. Both you and I know these guys are notorious for being in the office month end, quarter end, year end at four in the morning or whatnot kind of expected from you but for people like me who who have the option you know of not of being able to enjoy my days off don't try to look for work and what that law i think in australia science to say is don't force it on others who don't need it right so that i think is the case and that's why in many ways again i am now curious based on your description about this anime might force a few people to watch that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty light anime, so it's 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 really nice. It it gives me the vibe of kind of like the despicable me, like you know, Gru. I don't know if you've watched that movie where yeah, yeah. he was like oh evil, but in reality he's soft and stuff. So something like that. <laughs> yep. And look, I would say this: there is always work persona and real self, mm. right? Work pers my work persona might. I might be slightly more open about discussing about me, but me being serious at work and me just lazing around and playing video games in, at home tend to be different different factors, right? So put it this way. When my, bo my boss was very surprised, not that I watched anyway, but that I have you, my fellow nerdy fans, that I co-host a podcast with Glee, right? So those are just some of the surprising things. And the, this podcast helps me also not focus on on things I shouldn't be focusing on on, on the weekends. Uh, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Glee, with that kind of with that anime, you said how many episodes have you watched? I've watched I think two or three episodes. I am in the middle of the third episode, I think. Mm. Awesome. And it does it look like something that you'll go the long way on? Yeah, I think it's something that because there's no mystery to it, right? So it's something like yeah. just if you, I want to sit back and relax, it's something that, you know, I wanted to watch. Maybe I would even rather watch it than the sign of affection because I get cringe with the touchy vibes of the guy. So, yep, yep exactly. Yeah. Yep. I think that's, I think I agree with you there, you know? And look, that's that's definitely a good analogy. Mr. Villain probably reflects many of us that the dynamics of work versus versus real life, unlike a sign of affection, which doesn't reflect anything at all in my case. Rather than those kilig 
uh, teleseria types, mm, which yeah. I think is just sorry. Sorry, but I'm just I tend to be a mean person when it comes to these things. The teleseria type, which is just hot garbage, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that's just my feeling. Well, from my understanding, there is still a lot more to go on in this this year. Apparently, with anime and video games, I've been enjoying Grand Grand Blue Relink. New I know game, there are. Right? Technically, it just came out for for the West. It came out February first. For those of us who pre-ordered, it came out a day earlier, which I, which I did. It's a short game, but a lot of post-game content. Which, however you view it, may be a good or or bad thing. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm waiting for a lot of cool games to come out this year again. A Uden Chronicle, then Remaster, Stellar Blade, and of course Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and the final DLC for Final Fantasy 16, The Rising Tide. So I'm looking at 2024, and it's going to be one heck of a year for anime and for games. What about you, Glee? I haven't really delved a lot on what's the next season, what are the animes for the next season, Ray. But at the moment, I am reading a lot. So that's what really occupied my time. So I've, I'm reading a murder mystery book called The Thursday Murder Club. So actually, I'm on the third installment of the book now. Okay. So it's kind of like a light murder mystery. So think about Agatha Christie's book like a Murder mm. of the Orient Express, Haunting oh, okay. of Venice, those types of murder mysteries. So there's still like a lot of sleuthing involved, but, you know, not heavy on the heart when you yeah. read it. And it's set on a retirement village. So the, our sleuths okay. are actually retirees and pensioners. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, which okay. is so funny because, but one of the characters is like a retired MI5 agent. And she is actually like, she has a lot of awards. She garnered that like award from the queen and stuff. So she's a pretty badass when she was younger. And then she encountered some friends at the retirement village. And that's where the adventure began. And it, it's a, it, I have to say it's written very well. It's from a British author called Richard Osman. And so the latest book is, there is a fourth installment of the book. So hopefully, you know, in the next few months, I'll be able to read that. But I've been reading a lot. So that's why not so much anime for me at the moment. But I'm looking forward to other spring animes in 2024, which I still have to look into if but yeah, yep. so yeah, m- mainly mainly those murder mysteries and apothecary diaries. I'm looking forward to really reading on to you know until the last volume. Yep, and I feel the same way with solo leveling. That's definitely something that I'm looking forward to to eventually finishing. And yeah, the way I feel again, it's gonna be a great year for gaming, for anime, and for all our nerdy fans' hobbies out there, right? So that's it for this episode. I'm so happy for you, my fellow nerdy fans, for joining us. Look forward to meeting you again next month and discussing more nerdy fan stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping to have an episode next month about Dangerous in My Heart once. Yeah, to to have a review on that. At least there would be more episodes that would have come out. Yes. So exactly, exactly. Something to watch out for. 
Awesome. So once again, thank you, my fellow nerdy fans. Glee, take it away. Yes. So fellow nerdy fans, if you like this episode, please share it to your friend, family, and your social media. We would greatly appreciate it. And if you're listening on Spotify, please do rate the podcast and leave a comment. And please follow us on YouTube. That's at nerdy fans, at nerdy fans podcast, and on Instagram and Facebook as well. All right. Thank you so much, my fellow nerdy fans. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.